Hey there, boils and goals. Welcome to this week's Hollow Weekly. Nick and George here with Revenge or the Return of Hollow Can We Go? Hollow Can We Go? The Return of. The Return of Hollow Can We Go? And you know, the point of Hollow Can We Go was to review movies that are rated not fresh on Rotten Tomatoes all the way down the scale, a percentage point of time going all the way to zero. And mm -hmm. we always pictured it as. As we get to the lowest ones, we get to like 5%, movies that are 5% rated or less, we were like, oh my God, we're going to be in hell. Prematurely, we're in hell now because today's movie is From Hell, the 2001 Johnny Depp, Heather Graham vehicle. From hell's right. <laughs> Wait, this is going to be our disagreement podcast. I'm excited. We, never, I can't we almost never get to do this. Dude, this, this round of How Low Can We Go is a rocky ride, dude. <laughs> for, for like you. The last one we did, we got like through like 30 movies crisp. Yep. And we were like, these are wonderful. They're films I've never seen before. Mm -hmm. And then this one, like, I feel like... I feel our like, first two. I feel like we pick a movie... And it knocks on the door and punches me in the face. I'm like, God dang it. <laughs> so in the old How Low Can We Go, we did, I don't know, probably 40-some reviews. And in that, I only remember you running into a brick wall seriously once, which was Texas Chainsaw 2. <laughs> yeah. Like, but out of 40 movies, you ran into a wall once. I feel like you've run into the wall twice out of two movies so Dude, far. Dude, I know. This has been a rough... So I mean, we're just gonna have you pick the next one because we gotta steer clear out of it. We gotta break this. Up. I know I, that's like put up or shut up. Like, can I pick a good one? <laughs> right. You know. Well, and that's the, the other thing is, I mean, let's be honest. We did. There were movies like. So this movie is fifty eight percent on Rotten Tomato as we're recording this. The other fifty eight percent movie that we chose last time was Exorcist Three. So I like this Woo! movie, but I'm just gonna say this is no Exorcist Three, right? So like. Part of in our defense, we already did a cycle of this, so we're already ruled out some good movies. Yeah, I'm glad it's the revenge though, and like it, it's back with the revenge. Like it's like you know what, you're not getting mm -hmm. away this time, Nick. <laughs> it's the final destination of podcast series. It came around to get you. You no, that's not true. That's not time. true because the H1 got better. Oh yeah, <laughs> except for three. That's true. They ended five that's, on a high note, which I think did we discover <laughs> Final Destination Five through Hollow? Can we go? We did. Wow. Well, memories. Wait. No, I saw that in the theater actually. Oh no, that was our best fifth installment. Yes, episode. Yeah. But but we, we I, honestly we did discover we, there. I discovered more about kind of franchise statistics through doing that series than I ever expected to, and I got a lot of. I gained a lot of respect for some of the franchises, like Final Destination, definitely. But I remember mm -hmm. getting a lot of respect for Phantasm and out of, out of doing that because the the later Phantasm movies were better than I remembered them. Generally speaking, I just remember the first one being great and the rest being fun but pretty bad. But I guess they have a Phantasm, a new Phantasm uh, DVD collection. I don't know if you saw it. I did because Cosgrove himself. He's uh, posting about yeah, it. Looks cool. It has that little sphere in it. it looks super cool. Yeah. But I mean, this let's go back to From Hell. This is never going to be a franchise, and probably for a reason. But let's give a little background to this movie. Okay, okay. So this is a 2001 movie. It's directed by the Hughes brothers. 
Right. And it's based on a graphic novel uh, by Alan Moore of Watchmen and a million other things fame. Even right? that, uh, those are probably the two big ones. Right. So I uh, and I actually really love this movie, but but let's. So how do you want to do this? Do you want? We don't need to walk through this chronologically. You, no. You've either seen this or you haven't seen it, right? So we like, we can just do the highlights and lowlights, right? Let's do the highlights and lowlights. Do you want me to fight for the movie first or do you want to tell me what's wrong with the movie first? I don't know what's wrong with the movie for me. That's the problem. So I that like I don't I can't put my finger on why I didn't like I couldn't get into it. Okay. Like there's things that I liked about it. Like I don't know if there's anything that like I strongly didn't like about it. Okay. Like I can't find this one thing I can point to and be like, this is what it was. It just was Maybe it was just the story, or maybe it was like the characters weren't as interesting as I'd hoped. I I I don't know. So you walk through what you like the best, and then I'll chime in with because there's a lot that I did like. Okay, and maybe we can figure out. Maybe maybe this will switch my my thinking. <laughs> that, that's happened. That's true. Yeah. Okay. Okay. All right. So let me give you highlights of of, of kind of the film. So first off, right off the gate. Um, right off the gate, idiot. Right out of the gate. That's here's, another here's giant up movie. Yeah, right, exactly. <laughs> from 2004, where he plays a lovable but flawed. Yeah, never mind. All right. <laughs> I can see why this bothered you a little bit. All right, all right. So here's the thing. Um, if my first point of fighting for this, I, I don't think this movie is a masterpiece. I think it's one of those movies that I find incredibly rewatchable. Mm-hmm. So and I so that's the rewatchability is something that really caught my eye because there's a lot of movies. You know, even movies that are even better made than this, where I they're not as fun to rewatch to me. But this is really rewatchable. So I'm a here's Criterion Collection. Um, they have a series called th- uh, Three Reasons, right? So then they they pick their top three reasons in video essay form, really brief, two minute videos of what they. So if I was doing my three reasons list, okay, reason one, Ian Holm, right? I think he plays. One of one of the most underrated, he turns in one of the most underrated villain performances in in modern horror. I think he 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 gives a performance that's better than you'd expect in what's essentially like a star frame, a star studded film, mm-hmm. right? Because um, usually when you get a movie like this, it's like it's like the vice effect. Right, good cast, but then you find the movie annoying or whatever, right? Right. So like, this is a good cast. I mean, obviously these are top flight actors, but he's amazing. I think he's been amazing every time he set his hand to horror. I think of this as the best Donald Pleasance performance ever given by someone not Donald Pleasance, <laughs> right? Because I picture Donald Pleasance in that role, right? Mm-hmm. I picture him playing like, like just like he knocked out the Bond villain out of the park in the later, you know, Connery Bonds. I picture. Like, this is Ian Holm just really, like, chewing the scenery, like, being sinister. But I think he was terrifying. And to be honest with you, one thing that I look for in horror films when I'm dealing with a villain like Hannibal Lecter, like, there's a famous story about Silence of the Lambs where Jodie Foster avoided Anthony Hopkins on set because he was terrifying her in person for real on set. And you can see it in the performance that he was terrifying (laughs) and he was terrifying the people who were acting, right? So I feel like Ian Holm, Ian Holm was terrifying. He was like he when the other characters were acting terrified around him. I bought it. 
I feel like his his assistant Netley, the guy who wrote, who does Love the character. Love that guy. That guy was a great character, but he was acting terrified and like he was dissolving, like Alka Seltzer, like yeah, like the mission he was on was breaking him apart. And I bought it all right. So like the fact that his the the fact that Ehom was selling me on that he was that terrifying and that even being associated with that was that soul crushing. Mm-hmm. I loved, right? So I loved his performance. Number two, London, right? So of my three reasons, just all of London, all the shots of London, all the iconic shots of the coach. I think of it as Jack the Ripper's coach, like that's settled, which it's not, because Jack the Ripper did not <laughs> ride around on a coach most likely. Especially but. with the spiky. <laughs> right, exactly. But I picture it as the coach with the stairs that come down that's like, and the sound that happens when they unfold, which is just amazing. That was great. So London, all the background of London, the shots of all that. I had the same feeling of V for Vendetta. I just felt like it looked really iconic, right? Mm-hmm. So that's reason number two. And then I think reason number three, I have to go with... I I think that the, um, the, the cast, the female cast in general is better than if people remember about this movie, right? And I don't think Heather Graham is turning in like the most amazing performance ever because it's pretty obvious that, you know, it's like it's like casting Megan Fox as like a physicist or something. Like it's pretty noticeable that she's, you know, way better, way healthier, way better shape than you would be if you were a prostitute in London mm-hmm. at in Whitechapel. <laughs> These people couldn't even afford grapes. She has couldn't perfect teeth. teeth and, right, exactly. So, so it's kind of noticeable. But I thought the dynamics between the the people who were in the circle of friends that were being killed was really, I think they did it more realistically. I think they acted it more realistically than they needed to, and I give them credit for it. Not that the details were realistic, but it felt like they were looking out for each other, but not really looking out for each other. Mm-hmm. Like, they were trying to help each other, but not, like, jump in front of a bullet for each other, help each other. <laughs> right? Yeah. So it was realistic, the level of, you know, I got I'm your back, around. I got your back. But then, like, if Jack the River actually showed up in an alley, they all would have run in different directions and stepped on each other to get out of, you know, like, mm-hmm. they were good people, but not, like, perfectly good people. So right. I liked how that performance, how that kind of played out. Those are my three reasons for why I think the movie is better than people think it is. You. <laughs> that was an unintentional yawn. I promise you. I actually brought up my list. I was I was taking okay. some notes of things I liked. Okay, here's, tell me. So here's the things I got. There we go. I got off from the jump. Yes. I did like the atmosphere. Yes. I'm a big atmosphere guy. Yes. Not a stratosphere. I, I expected Not a stratosphere, were... but an atmosphere. <laughs> right. Yes. For sure. uh, I thought they did that really well. Anytime they had like those big, like establishing shots of London, like the mm-hmm. sky was red, like all of that looked like really cool. I like, mm-hmm. I dug that. The first uh, murder I thought was really cool. It was really, art- it was like the most artistic thing. Like it was just that black, Mm-hmm. Like it was just all black, and then you just see this knife slicing up and down. Mm-hmm. Then I was like, "Dang, that'd be cool!" Like if they put that, like if I was at like a haunted house and I turned the corner, I just see this black wall and this mm-hmm. knife stabby, like like <laughs> going up, like freaking out. It was it was in a it's a weird thing to say about murder, but it was kind of beautiful. It like, was cool because it was just the knife itself was like glinting in the light and it was moving really fast, and the way it was shot it was, was was yeah. You're, I've never was, seen anything like that. No, it was super cool and. And one of the secret things underneath that's happening here that I really like is big spoilers. We're going to spoil the hell if you haven't seen this movie, like whatever. But there, even that, 
even that killing scene is throwing you off the scent of who the actual killer is because that speed with and savagery with which that knife is going oh yeah and the person who ultimately you find out is doing it don't go together <laughs> right right so the, right. i like that there was always a, a secret purpose to how it was being filmed they filmed it because it was beautiful but it was also to throw you off the scent, which I thought was cool. They did do. I feel like every other shot was a Dutch angle, though. Like every not. I don't know why that's negative. Like it's just. It's just, it, like. It's. I mean, it was overused. It's, it was a little. Yeah. It was a little overcooked. Yeah, totally. All right. Okay. So I'm not. I'm not. No. No. You're the, totally. the last note that I had before then, I, I sort of just like I set my phone down and started watching the movie. Um, was I really liked when they went to the coroner's? dungeon <laughs> yeah weird place to, yeah. and i just loved how whenever they were there he would just like slap his cheek like you hear like a fly mm-hmm. it just it sounded gross mm-hmm. so i thought they did a really good job um with that i think what i got like i didn't enjoy i don't like jack the ripper the idea of lo- foggy london during that time with a mm-hmm. murder around is always interesting but when it came to them actually doing like the detective work I wasn't, I wasn't really knocked out by it, and and then like the like they had the 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 parts where Johnny Depp would, you know, takes like have a trip and like those those were shot kind of interesting, mm-hmm. but there's something about that just didn't land for me, and I don't know I don't know why. That totally makes sense. Like the 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 turning detective Aberlein, who's a real person who really was you know a big part of the Jack River case. Turning him into a psychic, absinthe, addicted, you know, he, 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 basically looking. he's a Doctor Sleep character in, in, you know, in this movie. Yeah. Right? So, like, he is having psychic visions about what's happening across the way, which is what happens to Doctor Sleep, right? So, mm-hmm. like, I, I, making, you know, Johnny Depp shine, so to speak, <laughs> <laughs> I agree, is not, like, the best, was not, to me, it wasn't the best. And I think that's the thing is that that I felt like at the time I watched it and that I still feel now is that I'm glad that there wasn't m- more of that because I felt like that was pretty weak sauce, but it, it was barely in there. Like, what, he does two trips, they last, like, what, 90 seconds total, and then, like, that's it, right? It wasn't like we were got these big... Yeah, but... I don't know, like, cause before we were watching, like, we were watching the the Ravens game, talking about this, mm-hmm. and uh, you had thought that I was gonna enjoy it a whole lot because I love Sleepy Hollow. Yeah, so let's tell everyone like what some of your favorite horror movies are. Okay, so let's just Bram Stoker's Dracula, Bram Stoker's Dracula, Sleepy, Sleepy Hollow, Hollow, and Jason X, and Jason X of the year that this was, year this came of out. The, this came out. So it can't be that you don't like movies from this the, this era or the way they look, right? It can't be that you if that if a movie has you know corny stuff like the absence that it, it would it would it would kill it for you, Jason X. And then it, it the atmosphere has to be amazing. It can't be the quirky Johnny Depp acting, <laughs> right? No, but, <laughs> but I think it is I think it is that character, that detective. Like whenever like you watch a noir or you know, an action film or something like that. Like you want to be like, I remember the first time I saw guardians of the galaxy. I was like, Oh, star Lord's fucking awesome. Like, I love that mm-hmm. character. Even going back to sleepy hollow. Mm-hmm. I think Ichabod crane is way more interesting of a character. Cause this was just like, Oh, Johnny Depp's that beaten off, off the beaten path detective mm-hmm. who does his drugs mm-hmm. and people play, he plays by his own rules, but it, that's but, it but like it was Johnny that's Depp. True. <laughs> like, true. You know what I'm saying? Like when you put it like that, that's okay. I can totally, <laughs> but like Ichabod totally crane, like, like in in from hell, his character is his his weakness is is his addiction. Yes. 
what I like about Ichabod, well, and his addiction stems from his backstory, which yes. we get to a little bit about losing his wife and childbirth, and okay, and he's 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 numbing out. Yeah, he's numbing out. But what's interesting about what I like more about Ichabod Crane was his fault is that he's a coward. Yes. He's everything frightens him. And he's so, a coward in a horror movie. Yeah, he's he's a coward in Sleepy Hollow. Right. Right. <laughs> and to me, that's way more. That dynamic is more. Yeah, for sure. And so I like that. And so this was just this just felt like he had he had like the character of like a cop on an NBC show on a Thursday night. Where it's like he's the cool yeah, guy. Yeah, the Mindhunter guy is a way better version of this very same. Yes, the same. And character. I didn't connect with that, but every but the stuff around it, like the kill, like all, all the murder scenes, like especially the um, the scene where he kills uh, two in one night, and they hear the the carriage coming, mm-hmm. and like like even that scene, like that was great. Like this, actually talking about this is making me enjoy the movie. I enjoy the movie more now that we're talking about it. Sure. And I I know what my problem was. It was I didn't find Johnny Depp's like our main character. Like I loved um. I, What's the Coltrane? What's the that Robbie Coltrane? Yeah, I love him. Yeah, you would I would. Be. In fact, if we had followed him around more, yeah, it would have went from an NBC show on Thursday night to a BBC show <laughs> with three episodes. Did you catch he was throwing Shakespeare out left and right? Because you knew I would love that. I'm a huge Shakespeare. He keeps quoting it all the time. And my favorite <laughs> moment is is when in there's a famous speech in um, in Henry V uh, Shakespeare play where. They're outnumbered. I don't know. The English are outnumbered like 20 to one. They're going to war in France. And he's literally saying all the troops are like, we're not. This is a suicide mission, whatever. And he basically tells them, you are the luckiest people in the world. I mean, people are going to be talking about you for generations after this, that you were here. The people who aren't here are the unlucky ones. And he like Jedi mind tricks them into thinking that this is a great opportunity. Right. So he literally a breach is a hole in the wall, right? So he goes literally once more into the breach, dear friends, and then they just charge their and win the battle, right? So like, Robbie Coltrane's holding a police session, and Johnny Depp's like teaching the you know them techniques or whatever, and then the the cops that he's talking to, they're they're breaking up, and then he turns to them and he goes, "All right, let's go get this guy once more into the breach," and then everyone just standing there, he goes dismissed <laughs> and then they all leave because they don't know what the fuck Shakespeare means like I just thought that was cool like I thought yeah. you know, I thought his character was really cool I liked I liked him and I liked I liked the group of prostitutes like they all had like I thought they all had a lot they had more character than Johnny Depp Maybe because sure. but he in, you know it's it, it's a little unfair because he is numbing out so it's not like he's going to be this bright vibrant person Well no, I think you're right I think that character is overdone that flawed gifted detective who's damaged it's like the mind hunter Red Dragon, kind of. It's the same thing. You're right. It it, it probably was. Fr- I mean, it was fresher 20 years ago than now, where yeah. we've seen it a million more. And times. And that's why, like, even with ago. even with like Benedict Cumberbatch's um, Sherlock, mm-hmm. what made that interesting was the way they filmed it. Like, they did all these crazy techniques. Of, yes. Like, in fact, they were one of the first shows that started showing. I think they were. Uh, like with people when characters text, like they have the, the text bubble come up. Mm-hmm. Like they were the like one of the first like make it look good. Totally, you know. And so, but they, but they, that character, like I just realized, that character is a, not even this genre. Just across all genres, the good doctor, like all these characters, they're all flawed house. They're all mm-hmm. like flawed geniuses who you know can catch or figure out riddles better than anyone else. But like they're all numbing out or flawed. Like right, like when he died at the end. Uh, I, I did like that the, was terrible. I, I I did not like that because I didn't care that he was dead, but <laughs> but I did like that he put the two coins in his yeah, hand cool. and then and then he, he his friend who he thought it was kind of stupid he ended up doing it yeah. for him. I loved that, that there was moment. a payoff on that. Yeah, I liked I liked that. 
So yeah, no, Johnny Depp was. I think the characters around him is interesting. Plus, it's Jack the Ripper. So, so here's the thing. So, I, I, I am a decently enthusiastic Johnny Depp acting fan, right? So, like, yeah. I, I think that he has done an amazing job at some roles. I think he's done a good job in movies where the movies themselves aren't that great around him, like Ninth Gate, where you know he's really he's pretty fun to watch usually because. Mm-hmm. He's usually doing like an interesting take when he's not doing like Johnny Depp version 8.0 Tim Burton, like whatever. Right. Like whatever. But even in a movie like this where I don't like his character, and I agree with you, I think his character in this, the weird thing is the whole in this movie is that the two most boring characters are the main ones. Like Heather Graham's character and Johnny Depp's character are ostensibly the main characters and they're probably the most boring characters. Mm -hmm. I wouldn't build a movie that way personally. Right. So, which is why I fix on like the, like Netley and, and Ian Holm and some of the, the extra characters around Heather Graham and those characters, they're the ones I remember because I, I agree with you. I think those other ones, I just, it just, it sinks the movie way less for me. I had the same problem with V for Vendetta. I didn't like Natalie Portman's character that mm-hmm. much as portrayed in the movie. I just liked the movie. Right? So yeah. like, I think I like the world of the movie and like whatever, but the, I think the main thing to me is now that we're talking about it and thinking about it is you're, you're either looking at a bigger picture of the movie or you're, or you're fixing on the hero. So I think like with sleepy hollow, you were really invested in Ichabod crane. Like you follow that character. You were like on, and 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 with Ram Stoker's Dracula, I think you do the same thing, right? Like where you're really into like Gary Oldman's journey and Winona Ryder's journey and Van Helsing in that movie, but you didn't get that with this because there wasn't a main journey to get behind. The main journey, the most interesting journey, is Ian Holmes' journey yeah. because he's he's the private physician to the Queen and he's also a murderous serial killer right Right. so like i mean (laughs) he's playing but and he's flawlessly playing it right but again i think you know like let me this is the end of roger ebert's review of this i know i said i was going to do this but i actually found this interesting as a jumping off point for the rest of this because there's not much more to say about this movie but when i talk about pulling back for the big picture not just Mm -hmm. looking at the johnny depp part but all of it right this is what he when he when he zoomed back high level view roger ebert said Watching this film, I was surprised how consistently it surprised me. It's a movie catering to no clear demographic, which I like. Variety reports in its review as if catering to a demographic would be a good thing for a movie to do. Despite its gothic look, From Hell is not a Hammer horror movie. Despite its Sherlockian hero, it's not a Holmes and Watson story. Despite its murders, it's not a slasher film. What it is, I think, is a guiganal about cross-section of a thoroughly rotten society corrupted from the top down. The Ripper murders cut through layers of social class designed to insulate the sinners from the results of their own sins. Now, that's what I'm saying, though, is when you go back to, like, the big view of the movie, I feel like it's a really ambitious, really dark movie with savage kills, a great villain turn performance, genuinely unsettling things about that stayed relevant. I mean, if you told me that like, if I was making a movie in 2019 and I was like, I got it. I need this movie to really like, I need this movie to, to be a like relevant in 2019. What am I going to put in it? And addiction, conspiracy theories, like, I mean, this has all the elements you put in a movie in 2019, but it was 2001, right? So, yeah. and I know like a lot of that was stayed relevant, stayed was because that 
it's not like there weren't addiction movies in 2001. There were, right? Mm-hmm. It wasn't like there weren't conspiracy. There was literally a movie called Conspiracy Theory with Mel Gibson probably around the same time. So it's not like it was ahead of its time. I'm not saying that. I just think it's a well-done thing where the elements that are the most important aged pretty well. So it didn't look like like a... It, it, like, I feel like going back and looking at the movie 300 you know, 25 years from now, I feel like it's going to look ridiculous, right? But I feel like this movie stayed kind of timeless looking, I guess, is is that. Because I because Alan Moore's like a mythologist. Like, I mean, Jack the Ripper is a mythologist. And that was one of my favorite lines from any movie in the early 2000s was from this movie. I've, told, I've said this on the podcast mm-hmm. before. It's the line where Ian Holm, as Jack the Ripper says... You know, someday they're going to look back and say, I invented the 20th century. And I think that's a really cool idea. Because when you think about it, there are so many people who have claimed to that, right? Mm-hmm. Einstein has claimed to that, right? They come up with the theory of relativity, the atomic age, like whatever, right? Uh, all these big, you, all these big important names, Winston Churchill, FDR, true. You could give all these people like who was the most pivotal 20th century learner. And then here's this murderous psycho who's just like, you know what the 20th century really was about? Murder. And that's probably right. <laughs> right? Like, and it's chilling. And and he just gives a great performance at it. So that's that's my that's my argument for the I would re <laughs> <laughs> You double bill this with Texas too? I would I would recut. <laughs> This film to make it like a scream esque slasher revolving around the prostitutes. Throw in the Coltrane guy because yep. I like him. Get rid of Johnny Depp. Yep. Actually, just put him in as Edward Scissorhands and I'll be fine. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Well, here's the other thing. I'll say this about Johnny Depp because you're right. I think that character was somewhat annoying, although I didn't pull about it nearly as hard as you did. But Johnny Depp still is capable of absolutely nailing line delivery even when he's annoying you. So like there's this great moment in this movie where actually it's the, when Ian Holmes says they're going to say, see the, the, and he yeah. turns around, he's like, you're not going to see the 20th century. And he says it with, with quiet confidence. Mm-hmm. Like, it's not like he's trying to nail a line. He's, he, he's saying it the way that character would have said it. And the way that character would have said it was, you know, you're you're going after the woman I love. This isn't about your big issue. This is about, I'm not going to let you hurt the one I love. Yeah. I'm, and and I, I even like the part where he's like, when, when Ian Holm turns to him and he goes, oh, you figured out Jack the Ripper's a mason. Well, I'm sorry, I got bad news for you. You're not going to be allowed to arrest him. And Johnny Depp's like, I'm not trying to arrest him. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to shoot him. <laughs> I, got, I got worse than well, that, right, I'm totally rogue. Like, I've, I'm not, you know. I'm, he His character actually reminds me a lot of that, that character from the Jurassic movies. Who's that guy that plays those? The... Who is it? The the that, the guy who runs the Raptors. I always forget. Oh, Chris it. Pratt. Chris Pratt. Yeah, Star Lord. Yeah. Well, yeah, but in specifically in the Jurassic Park movies, he's he reminds me of the guy who's running around being like, "I know what's happening here. You guys made what? What'd you do?" Like, I feel like this character is running around going like, "Wait, Masons are you the Freemasons? Are, what? Why are the Freemasons here? Why are we? Why are we erasing evidence off the wall? Why are we doing like whatever? Like this is all bad, you know? Like whatever." You, Man, yeah, because there was that one, the one guy in the film who was like Jack the Ripper. Hey, let's let's. Let's say, let's tell everyone that he's a Jew. And he, Johnny Depp's like, "What? No, that's, we don't know exactly, that. Exactly, we don't know exactly, that." Exactly. He's like, "Let's just run with it. Exactly. Let's make it a jumping-off point for the conversation with the exactly. papers." 
Can we just, before we close out, can we just, because we, we hadn't mentioned this, which would be a crime. Oh, and I have the list of yes of other films that came out too. Oh, yeah, let's do that. And yeah. then I want to see the ones that were in its ballpark, because that's what we did for the last one. Oh, yeah, okay. Okay, so, so give me, other films. So that, to put this movie in context, go ahead. Okay, for, for I'll, I'll do it in the context of the year it came out, and then we'll find one that was other uh, sure. ballpark uh, rating. 2001, The Others. Oh, God. Yeah, much better movie. Jeepers Creepers. <laughs> yeah, much, much worse. <laughs> Got some history. Uh, Pulse. Uh, Scary Movie 2. Pulse uh, Scary Movie 2 had the Take My Strong Hand scene. Never so the, oh, okay, we're going to watch it after this one. Uh, Ghosts of Mars. Yes. 13 Ghosts. Snoop Dogg's Bones. Oh, and then these next two films. <coughs> Dagon. Oh. Jason X. Followed by Devil's Backbone, Wendigo, okay, Valentine, which I love. And we saw Denise Richards in Malibu. Yeah, and that, that, I, that was we were talking about horror movies, and I was like, that's Denise Richards. She's, <laughs> she was in Valentine. It's crazy. I love that that's how we know her. Um, uh, which all right, but let's, but let's do this. So, so keep that list up. So is From Hell better or worse than Valentine? Better. It's way better. Let's just. I, I'll agree with it, you on that. Even I mean, though, you liked Valentine. I liked Valentine probably more. But like, but from hell's a but better like, film. Yeah, like I'm not an idiot though. You know what I'm saying? Like, <laughs> it's also better than Jason X. I hate to say, although that's a personal that's to you. So that's definitely wrong. <laughs> and then what else is from that? The Mummy Returns. It's better than that. Okay. Uh, yeah, I'll give it that. Um, <laughs> a lot of these are just movies I've never fucking heard <laughs> of. Like, like, really. I mean, I mean, okay. Final stab. <laughs> Yeah, okay. So that let Do me you give you some, know a secret. <laughs> let me give you some fifty eight percent movies and you tell me just tell me better or worse. I'll give you the movie and you tell me if from hell's better or Dude, worse. Dude, this year, aside from Backbone, the others, Joyride, Hannibal, Valentine, mm. it's a dog shit year. So let's just put this in context. You ready? Okay. Because I, I there's some here I know you've seen, so let me just do this. I know this is the, all right, I'm ready. The new pet cemetery. Fifty eight percent. I'd go for the from hell. Yeah, no. Okay, yeah. I see where I see. I see. Brightburn. Okay, you've made your point. <laughs> Keep going. <laughs> well, no, no. I'm because I'm I I you're I'm setting up a little bit because I know those are no's, but there's a better movies coming. Um. All right. So we you, you those but from us better than both of those. Both of those. Okay. Yeah. Yep. The original VHS. <sighs> that's a li- that's a little bit tighter because the first VHS was good. But I probably would give it to From Hell. Okay, that's <laughs> I would give it to From Hell too. But just I, VHS is good. It's very yeah. That's uh, the closest one so far. Okay. Um, when a stranger calls back, I just had to say that because that's <laughs> hilarious. The name for the that movie. When str- Hello, <laughs> did you call this number? <laughs> no, <laughs> no. Um, Twilight Zone, the movie. Pass. <laughs> Yeah, well, I, I think From Hell is better. Although Twilight Zone, the movie's got a couple fun parts. I think From Hell is better. So, like, when you put it in the context of what is around it, the only movie I can find here that I think is palpably, obviously better than From Hell is Exodus 3. <laughs> yeah. I mean, Exodus <laughs> right? 3, I mean, Exodus 3 is better than a lot of movies that are rated way higher than Right, right. You know, so, well, like, that's, that's just a juggernaut yeah, totally. of a... <laughs> of a movie but it beats against. all these other ones shark to- shark octopus or whatever you say this thing is the descent too yeah 
Wow. That's what I'm saying. 58% must be this weird vortex. Of, like, <laughs> fucking Let me take movies. it down a notch and go to 57. Yeah, let's see. see. What's the what's in the ballpark? Just, what's, just curious what's in the ballpark. What else pops up here? Because um, I forget what we did for 57. The Purge Anarchy. Yeah, that's from hell. Still better. Um, uh, the first Purge. Wow. Both a lot of Purge movies are sitting around the same. <laughs> that's crazy. We're on the same rating. They just, they just know in advance what they're going to be rated. They're all going to be 57%. Jason Blum's like, that's going to get 58%. I'm not getting the other Purges in here. Wow. Purge election is also, they're all, they just nailed it. They're like, you know what? It's just like hitting threes. They're like 57% of Rotten Tomatoes. We got this. Swish. 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 some more. <laughs> wow. Good for them. They cracked the Hollywood code. Fresh. We're making a whole bunch of fresh horror movies. Damn. Just barely. Just barely. Um, the Lost World? Uh, I mean, I like that movie, but it, From Hell is a better movie. Elm Street 4? Yeah. <laughs> Dang. Wow. I, I had a gut. Hell Razor 2? I had a gut feeling that discussing the movie would make me enjoy it more. Okay. I was just thinking context. Okay, so now, we, now in how low can we go fashion? Yes. Where do you rate it? It's at fifty eight percent. Yeah, I, I this is easy for me. I I, I think this is easily like a seventy two percent. I don't think it. I don't think it. I don't think it sniffs eighties. So I'm gonna put it at the lower part of seventy. But I I think it's better than. Obviously, it's better than the neighborhood it's in. We've already established that, right? But like, I think just for Ian Holmes' performance, like, think about it. If if I had to, if I had to go and be like, what? What villain performances from non-obvious movies, 2000s on, pop into my head just randomly? Just quotable lines or visions or visuals or like a nightmare I might have about it or whatever. And I feel like, first of all, Ian Holmes done that a couple times. I know Alien's not from that same time period I just said, but like, that's he, a great performance. Scary right. Bilbo. Yeah, so, yeah, exactly. So, like, I think, you know, I think just based on his performance and the iconic kind of nature of it alone. Now, we, interestingly, you asked me, you had messaged me this while we were while you were watching it, which was my first indication, like, oh, Nick doesn't like the movie. You were like, is this the best Jack the Ripper film? <laughs> <laughs> it was in the tone of, it was in a text, but I heard it in the tone of, is this the best? <laughs> is this the best one? And obviously it's not. Obviously the best Jack the Ripper film is probably The Lodger because that's Hitchcock. But, but you know, it, that the thing is, there have been a lot of bad Jack the Ripper films and TV shows and depictions of it where they've kind of Didn't like they have a TV show where like Jack the Ripper like time traveled yes. to now? Like yes. Like some weird shit? They did. Yeah. I don't know about that. They did. They did. <laughs> I don't they know did. about that, dude. So, But that's what I'm saying is like, I think... All in all, given how badly you can screw this up doing it wrong, I think they did it mostly right. And then the only here, the thing we didn't say that we I, we should say is I don't th I don't know. I feel like this movie is is pretty misogynistic in its impulses in a lot of ways, which is not good. So I think there's some stuff that dated a little bit about the movie, but I don't. I think it's good enough where I would be comfortable being like, I bet you if I went in the neighborhood of horror movies that are early, low 70s on Rotten Tomatoes that I would feel comfortable slotting it. Where would you put it? I, okay, so like pre-discussion. Yes. I would have told you 50%. Okay, you would have brought it down from where it is. Okay. I would have brought it down from where it is. Fair. 
now being that I discovered that I like most of the movie. <laughs> <laughs> yes. I think I would put it at 60. I think I would give it two notches up. That's fair. Because now I, cause I, I, I honestly think I could, I could see myself a couple months from now thinking back about like one of like the kill scenes and then being like, Oh yeah, I really like that scene. And then going back and like rewatching it on YouTube or something like that. So let me give you the neighborhood of where I put it. And the first couple things I saw, I was like, oh, I screwed this up. I put it too high. But then it got okay. So let me tell you where, where the neighborhood I put it. And then we'll look at the neighborhood you put it. And then, okay. we'll, then that'll be the end of this episode. So Christine is 72%. And I like Christine better than From Hell. I do too. Open Water is 72%. And I like From Hell way better than Open Water. The Woods is 72%. And The Woods is better. Wrong Turn 2 is 71%. Whoa. And From Hell is palpably better than that wow. movie. Wow. 28 Weeks Later. I like 28 Weeks Later more. I, I like From Hell more, but I like 20 Weeks Later. There are a couple scenes in 28 Weeks Later, I think, that are better than anything in From Hell. Yeah. But in totality, I think I like From Hell better. The Crazies remake. Remake? Remake of The Crazies is really good. Is probably... I think From Hell is more rewatchable, but I think that's a tie. Yeah, I would give it to the crazies because I like that actor. Yeah, um, and then this is where this is where I was like, maybe I put it in the right place. Happy Death Day to you, huh? Seventy-two percent. From Hell's better. Annabelle Creation. I like Annabelle more than From Hell. <sighs> I like. From Hell better than Annabelle Creation, but I like Annabelle Creation. I feel like I feel like they're similar. I feel like I had the same reaction to Annabelle Creation. You're having to From Hell. There was something in that movie that really bothered me, but I like the atmosphere. I like the general right? way the story was handled. Like, and then Haunt. Oof. Which I I like From Hell better. So, right? Like, yeah. I feel like seventies around his neighbor. Where'd you put it? I put it at sixty. Sixty. Yeah. I put it two two points above. Where it's currently let's, at. Let's see where. Let's look at the. Let's let's con- talk to the neighborhood watch in the neighborhood where you All put right. it. Town and meeting ask, and ask them. Demons Argento. Oh man, <laughs> you hate Argento, so that's a setup. Um, all right, you ready? Scream four. Scream four is better. Red State. Oh, you know I love Red I State. Know. <laughs> I know. Uh, Joyride three. Is sixty one percent on Rotten Tomatoes? What? I've not even seen Joy Ride. Joy Ride's great, um, but Joy Ride Three is not. <laughs> <laughs> Satanic Panic from Hell's Better. Yeah. Um, Jaws Two. Yes. Jaws Two sixty one percent. I I gotta give it to Jaws Two on that one. That was a journey. <laughs> Well, no, I'm kidding. I'm kidding. I like I like From Hell more. I'm teasing. Uh, from Hell's a better movie. Uh, all right, and then the original Cat People. Uh, not Cat. Sorry, why did I say that? The original Cujo. The original Cujo. I like From Hell more than Cujo. Cujo's just kind. That's of, not my cup of tea. So I I think I think we're good. I think it dev. I think we've showed that it can it can exist in the neighborhoods that we put it. Um, pretty comfortably, right? And that it yeah. belongs. It deserves better than where it's currently living. Yeah. <laughs> I'm I'm glad that I've swung on it as much as I did. I gave it a ten point swing. That's pretty nice. Yeah, that's yeah. Actually, that's pretty that's pretty good. All right, 
All right, so guys, let us know what you think about From Hell, if you've seen it or if you watch it after this episode. Um, really curious what your thoughts on it. This is one of the horror movies. One of the reasons the motivations of doing this is we run, uh, you know, a Facebook group and a social media community like around horror. And I don't know that I've ever seen From Hell brought up, not like even one time. <laughs> Like, I, know, I know it's thousands been... of posts. I don't know that I've ever seen anyone voluntarily. I've seen people react to it, but I don't know if they've initiated the conversation. So I'm just really curious to what horror fans think of this. Oh, movie. if you like it, initiate that conversation on the page. That'll <laughs> blow our minds. And they'll be like, oh, there it is. That's yeah, exactly Someone's right. talking about it. Give us an iTunes review and start it with these two gentlemen invented the 22nd century or whatever. However you want to or the I am turning in a Five star review. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> Something along those lines. You figure it out. Talk to you later. Watch a horror movie. Stay scary.